This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com. Here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hello and welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for joining us today. Okay, so let me introduce to you our guest today. His name is Ray Wood, and he's a fourth-generation real estate agent. So, you know, we've been talking about bringing in some real estate agents to tell us what we need to be doing to be better with real estate agents, and that is the reason why I have Ray here with us to help us um, with ideas on how to approach real estate agents, maybe some scripting, maybe some marketing tips that we can do so that we can take that out and help our real estate agents get better at what they do. And what better way to have that happen than to have it from the horse's mouth, right? So Ray, welcome to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thanks very much, Jen. Lovely to be here. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about yourself, Ray. Well, uh, I'm a real estate agent, as you mentioned. Uh, I now live in Toronto, Canada. That's another story, but I'm originally from Melbourne, Australia. Uh, and I have been in real estate all my life. I think my dad took me out of uh, school and gave me a job because uh, I wasn't very good at school, but I loved selling and I loved the whole idea of real estate. Fast forward to about 1990, I think it was, and my brother and I had just opened our business, Wood Brothers, in, in Melbourne's inner southeastern suburbs, a very competitive uh, market for agents, and um, the wheels fell off. It, uh, it, the volume of property on the market just evaporated overnight. Prices plunged. Uh, it was 2008 uh, all over again, but, but back a, a generation or so, and it was a very, very difficult time. So. Um, I, uh, we struggled. Uh, we went through a lot of money. We were brand new kids on the block. We didn't have a lot of, we were from the bush or from the country, so we didn't have a lot of sort of great connections. Uh, and we really had to fight for every deal. And any realtor or real estate person listening to this will know that uh, if, you, if you've got listings, then you're going to have buyers and you're going to be able to make sales. If you don't have listings, life is, is very, very tough. So we tried all these newfangled ideas, Jen, to, to attract sellers uh, and nothing worked and we were really down to our last uh, spin of the wheel, I guess, of the roulette wheel, looking to, looking to invest in red or black. We weren't sure. And I came up with this idea. I'd studied some of the great marketers like David Ogilvy and John Caples and back to the original direct response guys. And I came up with this idea of offering a book and that was problematic as well because that was going to be a pretty expensive exercise, but I'm a pretty good salesman. I talked my brother into it, and we wrote this book. We got it printed. We did a limited, limited edition printing. I wrote some flyers around it. I got them out. I crossed my fingers. Nothing happened. I thought, I'm not going to give up. I studied my direct marketing a little bit more, and the phone started to ring. So one thing led to another. We suddenly got more and more listings, and Suddenly, as an author, I had this kind of credibility and, and authority in my market, and that, and that started to spread uh, to the point when other agents started approaching me, and that's how I formed our group, Best Agents. Uh, long story short, but that's my real estate success story. That's awesome. Well, as you and I were just talking about, and, and my listeners know, I'm about ready to release a book for that, hoping for that same 
I guess, reason, because I haven't been Excellent. someone who really wanted to do a book, but everyone said, oh, yeah. you have to, you have to. So, yeah. you know, same yeah. kind of thing. Well, we're happy to have you on board, and um, I know that you've got a lot of Thank goodies you. that you can, that we can tell our agents about. Um, you have a website called um, Top Agent Playbook, or Top, Top Agents Playbook, um, uh-huh. where there are lots of all kinds of great um, tools in there but I, I was really honing in on a couple of couple of them that I thought would be nice for us to share and talk about so you know again as most of our listeners are mortgage loan officers but we do have a few real estate agents um, and again this is just a way for us to be able to bring value to the relationships that we have by telling yep. um, them about new ideas or new ways and techniques of getting business so would you mind if yep. we started with um, the only the section on the only three buyer qualifying questions you'll ever need and why you felt that this was something that was really important for real estate agents um so i'm assuming you didn't want them to ask uh 50 questions you just wanted them to ask three to be more efficient yeah and yeah and let me give you a little bit of backstory on that uh-huh. jen because um uh uh, Australia and uh, and Melbourne in particular is the is the world capital of of auctioning property. So, uh, if you imagine four weekends, um, four Saturdays, uh, we'll have open homes for the first three Saturdays, or sometimes Saturdays and Sundays, and sometimes during the week, our open homes are only 45 minutes. And then on that fourth Saturday or Sunday comes the auction. So the auction will occur at uh, I don't know 11 11 a.m. at 21 Smith Street. Uh, and it'll and it'll happen on the property, and the deal is done there and then. People come along. Uh, there is no cooling off period. Um, there are no conditions subject to how building and pest and all of these things. They've got to, all the buyers have to check that out before um, before they come up and bid. Now, uh, great in a in a sellers in a strong sellers market like we've mm-hmm. experienced here in in many parts of North America in the last few years. Not so good in a in a buyer's market when things are when things are flatter but when you're doing these open houses you might have 100 or 200 or 300 people through in that 45 minute wow. period so yeah. you're not going to get to speak to everybody but um, what you're really looking for is okay who's ready to go so um, and again I'm from a real estate perspective but uh, um, some of your lending your lending people might be interested to 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 know how how I quickly qualified them and um, my my three quick questions um, and and you mentioned relationships before mm-hmm. and relationships yeah. are central to this because all of the success that I've experienced uh, both in in marketing um, I'm involved in a software company as well called Locked On we we build a real estate CRM all the all the success I've experienced in that and back in my real estate days has been all around relationships. And now with Facebook and social and, and all the other things and great lead gen websites and stuff like that, we've, we've got all of these great opportunities to build relationships. So there I am belly to belly with you know, hundreds of people at an, at an open home. So I'm looking to build relationships. So three of the questions that I'd ask quite simply, and, and these were the only questions that I really needed, how long have you been looking? What have you seen that you like? Have you made any offers? Now, from those three questions, how long have you been looking? What have you seen that you like? Have you made any offers? Or have you had the opportunity to make any offers? That tells me if they're match fit. I call it match fit, M-A-T-C-H fit. Are they ready to play? Are they ready to negotiate? Um, are they ready to get down and, and, and negotiate on a property? And, and, you know, should I be investing time with these people? Or should I be saying, you know what, 
I don't think you're probably quite ready yet, but I'd love to help you. Can I get some details and I'll keep in touch? Then I might send them to a blog on my page, which could be, you know, vi- you know, 10 things first home buyers must know before buying in Washington, D.C., or uh, 10 things uh, you need to know before you buy in a certain suburb or before you apply for a mortgage or, or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I'm there to help them. And, and because one day they'll be sitting at a, at, a, at a dinner table or a dinner party or a restaurant or with friends or something, and they'll say, you know what, I met this really good realtor. Uh, he quickly identified I wasn't ready to, ready to buy, but boy, he helped us, and um, we owe him a lot, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I give them this information, etc. So, So conversely, if they are, I'll be saying, okay, would you like me to, and, and again, imagine that you're in a house and it's buzzing. So I ask the three questions, how long you've been looking, what have you seen that you like? And they might say, oh, we saw this, we saw that. You know, we've been looking for three or four months and, and uh, when the market's hot, they're getting really frustrated. Have you made any offers? Yes, we've made three, we've missed out. Okay, hot buyer alert. I'd say, all right, uh-huh. um, would you? And my fourth question, so <laughs> if, I could ask, if I can add one more, and this is a great question for any realtors listening, is would you like me to let you know if this property is going to be sold? Now, that's a yes or no. You can't kind of... There's no grey area in that. You can't say, oh, maybe. You either want to be, you want to be informed or you don't. So uh-huh. I'm looking to build my short list of, 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 you know, of buyers and people that I'm going to be working with. But those three specific questions are really um, cut to the chase and because you just don't have time in your day when you're speaking with all of these people to go through the long-winded niceties of yeah. qualifying them, right? And yeah. I find that people really appreciate that. And they're, they're, they're three simple questions and they're engaging. It's engaging. It's not just one question, but the three things will, will engage them. And it, and it immediately tells me a picture of their fitness and, and uh, like I said, match fitness or, or ready to purchase. Yeah, I think that um, I, I really like that. And in fact, I was going to ask you, and although you just answered the question a little bit, but... Um, you know, how you got to the point where you were just asking these questions. You must have been in a situation yourself or you've seen a lot of people just really dancing around and thinking that, you know, now they have a lead because they have someone's name because they came through an open house. And so I I do find that a lot of real estate agents will do that is that, you know, they take that list from an open house. And, And of course, here in the United States, it's just an open house and they can make offers. There's not going to be some auction, but um, they're, uh, you know, they have that list and now they think these are all hot leads and they haven't done enough scrubbing. And um, so I really like that, that you've uh, isolated down to three things. So, you know, for anyone who's listening in on the podcast, if you're doing broker opens or you're doing open houses, this is something that you now can share with your real estate agent and say, you know, look, for everybody who comes through, ask these three questions. Here's why, you know, you know, you may have time. Sometimes there's an open house, you know, where they're sitting around with nothing to do. But if you want to, you know, ask some real quick questions to find out if someone is, um, is a looky-loo or, you know, someone who's actually yeah. buying, these yeah. would be great questions for you to ask. Absolutely. Um, that way, when you get your list, you can put an asterisk by the people that are really hot and the other ones that aren't. You can just um, send them a nice little thank you note for coming and keep them in your database yeah. for the future. Um, so the, what, what the other reason things, why, 
Yeah, go ahead. Can I just mention one thing yes, on that? Because you just, you, you just made me think of one thing that I'd, I'd love to pass on because I'm, I'm sure it will interest your, your people. And, and you mentioned um, agents sitting at open homes uh, with nothing to do watching the TV. That's only because the, the price is way too high or it's just being poorly marketed. Uh, but one of the most lucrative and profitable and successful and enjoyable relationships, professional relationships that I ever had was with a couple of mortgage brokers uh-huh. uh, in Melbourne. And um, because what I really want to ask with those questions is, have you seen anything you like? Have you made any offers? What I'm really asking is, have you been pre-approved for a loan or no not? No kidding. Yep, because you can't make an um, offer yep. if you're not. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Right. You can't turn up at auction and bid or you can't negotiate. You know, people... People right. would say, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of offering 520, but uh, we're trying to get an appointment with the bank manager and maybe that's next Thursday. I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm on another planet at that point. I'm, I'm away. Right. <laughs> um, so, so what I would often say, because my mortgage broker buddies would give me leads and I would in turn give them leads. And, you know, it's the law of reciprocity. I call it gift to get marketing. What, what we send out comes back. So mm-hmm. if I can give more leads to these guys, they're going to return the favor. So what I'd often say is, um, have you had a, have you had an, a, you know, like there's some pretty competitive rates out there at the moment. Have you, have you had a, a, an estimate or, or uh, has anybody talked to you about your, your mortgage options? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd just throw that out there and sometimes there'd be some indecision and I'd already have their number and I'd say, you know what, I'm going to get my friend Matt to give you a call. He's a terrific guy. He's got all these products, blah, blah, blah. Um, I mean, I'm not getting into a, I'm not, I'm not getting into a, into a lender's pitch, but right. I would, right. I would know enough to say enough to say, yeah, okay, well, that's cool. Yeah. Matt could call me. So, you know, I'm on the phone. Hey, Matt, call, uh, call Linda and Mike there. Uh, I reckon they're ready to do something. So, uh, and then he'd be on the lookout for potential listing leads for me as well. So that was a, that was a great relationship. That's awesome. So let's talk about that for a second because when you said, you know, that you had these real strong relationships and they're giving business back and forth, uh, something I've been harping on for quite a while is there's no rule that says that loan officers can't cultivate their own leads to give to real estate agents. Yet, uh-huh. um, it seems that a lot of loan officers are trying to have relationships with Loan with real estate agents solely for the purpose of getting referrals from real real estate agents, and not yep. look, looking, you know, as a servant's heart or as it being a collaborative approach. So, what are some of the things that you're, um, or that you can just share with us, and anything that you know about, mm-hmm. but but also with the people that you specifically work for, worked with. How did they? How did they give you referrals? Where were they getting referrals? And then how, how, tell us a little bit more deeper about that relationship, and then we'll go on to your other, your other uh, thing that you have to offer for real estate agents. But tell us okay. about how, you know, how did that relationship work in, in a collaborative effect, and, and what made you uh, lo- so loyal to them over time? Are we talking about my mortgage broker friends? Yep. or yep. Okay. No, the people okay. you worked with, when you were in the real estate business, you know, why, why did you use them? How did they get business that they could give to you and, and how was okay. that relationship? Okay. Well, one of the things I did was I started, uh, I started a little document called Raise List uh, and it was my professional contact list. Yeah. And on my professional contact list, I would list um, uh, an architect, an accountant, yep. uh, boy, everybody I could think of. It was, mm-hmm. it was over 100, 100 people long and I was really invested in my community and all of these people are in business 
Nobody says, oh, I've got too much business, don't call me. So they're all looking for more leads, whether they're the local coffee shop or um, the motor mechanic, uh, whatever it might be, the guy that sells tyres. And these are people that I need every day in my, you know, every week, month in, in my working life. So I would build this list, Jen. That was the first thing I did. The second thing is that I would send this, there'd be a mortgage broker on there, normally one, but sometimes two. Um, because everybody liked to be exclusive. So I would send this list around to all of those people about once a quarter, right? I would say, and it would have a covering letter, which would say something like, hi, Jen, say, say you were the mortgage broker on my uh-huh. list, right? Hi, Jen, uh, here's, here's this, uh, this quarter's edition of, of my list. Um, please, if, if, if you get it, if anybody contacts you, please give them the the uh, the red carpet treatment uh, regards Ray's smiley face or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, so you would always know that that I'm out there pushing you and promoting you. And I mean, nowadays I work with real estate agents who actually keep this uh, this list, you know, as a blog or an item on their on their website or something like that. So, um, if you're promoting somebody else, then there's great opportunities to do that. So, um, and then rewind back to when I did my book. Something else that I do with with all of these people, say the accountant, uh, a financial advisor, a mortgage person, anybody sort of remotely close to real estate or property, um, even home improvement companies, things like that, I would say, would you mind doing a joint venture with me? I'd like to give you 50 copies of my book to give out to your um, client base, right? So let's just send them an email that says, hi, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson, um, uh, I've got you know some spare copies of this of this best-selling book and and it's been on Amazon so I can call it a best-selling book. Uh, it's sold over two hundred thousand copies. It's in fifteen editions, uh, sixteen editions now. So I could really beat that up and it's a thirty-dollar book, but it's yours for free. So that kind of association worked really well. And suddenly these other people on my list had something real and tangible and and you know something of importance that they could give away. Something you mentioned before about you know, your, your, your plan and intention to write a book. The thing about a book is if you give somebody a business card or even a gorgeous looking colorful flyer or, or something like that, it's probably going to be binned sooner or later. It's probably going to be chucked out, right? Absolutely, yeah. Book, books don't get thrown away. And mm-hmm. as long as they're not too branded, like with logos all over them, that's just mm-hmm. the quickest way to kill it. I, and I'll give you a quick example. Um, there was a... a, a uh, a Remax franchise in Western Australia who who wanted rights to my book for the state of Western Australia to to get it out there, and they insisted on having the Remax balloon, which we all know, which is famous. They insisted yep. on having that on the front, and the whole campaign bombed because it took this best-selling book from being a best-selling book to a glorified marketing flyer, and people yeah. saw right through that. So, so um, I'm probably getting off track a little bit, but. I'm really big on on uh, on the no logo concept when when you're marketing because the brand ultimately if I'm if I'm selling alone and this is my view the brand is kind of me I'm the person there across the across the kitchen table actually selling it of course it's coming under the brand umbrella once I've done the business but here's here's the marketing thing that I'd love everybody to get and and from this interview if you get this one thing I think it's worthwhile imagine I'm across the room from you Jen say I'm, I don't know, 20 feet away, 15 feet away, and I've got four oranges, 
bunched up in my hands and I throw them at you without warning. You're going to, the first thing you're going to do is duck for cover, protect yourself. Mm-hmm. What are your chances of catching an orange? Zero. However, if I've got one orange and I say, hey, Jen, catch this, and I lob it up nice and easy, chances are you're going to catch it. Marketing is the same thing. If we're trying to start this relationship, if we're trying to engage a potential client, just throw them one orange. Don't throw them six. Don't fill all your white space up with with lots and lots of stuff that people won't understand. I mean, it's one of the first rules of direct marketing. One simple, clean, clear call to action and uh, your chances of success go through the roof. Okay, so if I'm a loan officer and I'm listening to the to this um, recording, and I'm saying, okay, so you've said, um, hey, send my list of um, people quarterly so that everyone knows that I'm sharing that with everyone. Uh, maybe do an email, you know, saying that somebody bought a bunch of books that they thought thought might be good for my clients. So it may not be my book; it might be someone else's book that you know we want to share. What yeah. what um. What are you thinking would be the best orange to share with a real estate agent if we wanted to start uh, going rich, richer in that relationship? Um, I don't really leads. like deeper. I don't like <laughs> deeper or better. I like richer in the relationship. Yeah. What's, what's going to make an agent sit up and take notice is, is listing a leads. Um, and yeah, a referral. And uh-huh. okay, that, that would be the holy grail of, 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 uh, of offers. Um, if you can't do that, I would just engage. I, I, and, you know, um, I'm a pretty direct person. Nobody likes to be played. Uh, uh-huh. And I, in, in every sense of the right inter- interpretation of the word, and you're probably familiar with, with uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, but I love the hustle. And I think the hustle is really important. And um, both the, the lender mortgage industry and, and the real estate industry uh, are full of people that need, in the nicest possible way, to hustle. So I would be getting on the phone and saying, hi, Jen, uh, if, you're, if you're the realtor, um, I'm Ray, I'm a mortgage lender. I just wanted to reach out and connect with you and say hello. I'm looking for a real estate professional that when given the opportunity, I can refer some leads to. Is that okay with you? And you're going to say, well, heck yeah, of well, course Well, yeah, is. of course they're going to say yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. And... So I'd send my card, I'd send, I'd send like a little, and here's where a handwritten note can be nice rather than, mm-hmm. a, than a business card. You can put your business card inside it. And yes. I'd, I'd send a little handwritten note that says, hey, Jen, great to connect with you. Um, you know, looking forward to sending you some leads. By the way, I'm in the mortgage game. I'm here to help, uh, you know, always available for my clients. Call or text me 24-7, whatever it might be. So something just simple like that. So not, nothing sneaky and, and uh, you know, I don't, you don't need to invite people to the baseball, to the special box. Just get on the phone and talk to them. And uh, <laughs> you know what? If the agent says, no, I'm not interested, move on. You know, we're like, I'm sure in your neighborhood, if you throw a rock, you'll hit 10 agents. So it's, it's not hard. Right, right. So, all right, help us back that up then. So... You know, I'd love to. I'd love to be able to send you a referral. Is that something you'd be interested in? Yeah, definitely. Send me some information. That's great. Um, yep. You know, now how am I going to back it up? What did you find that your okay. real that your okay. mortgage people were doing to get the business? Well, because I'm sure you asked them at some point. So where are you getting this business from? Interestingly enough, they copied me and they did their own list and. Uh, and because my list was, you know, I worked my list and I worked it hard and I'd ring all of these people instead of, you know, plus, you know, 
I'd give my list out at open homes, uh, and out of the, you know, I'd ring, I'd ring um, uh, uh, a home renovation guy or a floor sander or a carpet guy, and he'd say, oh, I got a call from somebody the other day that says uh, I've got, I've got to give them the uh, red carpet treatment because Ray Wood told me so. So it was just a matter of continuing to do that. So my mortgage broker buddies, they started to have their own lists, and guess who the real estate agent was on those, yeah. on those lists? It was yeah, me. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh-huh. and, and that was kind of the, the familiarity, and, and that just helped in, in so many ways. Um, if you've got... Uh, one, of the, one of the most important things as well, I think, from a marketing point of view, is a testimonial or 10, mm-hmm. right? Of course. Yeah. So um, c- can I give you my, uh, my method for getting a great testimonial? Sure. Oh, gosh, of course. We love it. Yep. I know everybody's I, taking notes. Okay. Because I think, I think it's, yeah. well, that's awesome because I think it's a, a testimonial is, it costs you virtually nothing, but you can use it forever and it's priceless. I can sit here all day beating my chest, telling you what a great real estate agent I am, how I'm a better negotiator, I'm a fourth generation agent, I'm a great marketer, I can make a home look amazing, all of that stuff. But if, you know, they say, well, of course you're saying that, you're pitching for the business. But if one of my clients says it, uh, it totally changes the game. So we're all looking for testimonials, but here's what typically happens. Let's say, Jen, I sold your house, right? And you mm-hmm. say, oh, Ray, that was terrific. You know, if there's anything I can ever do for you, I'd say, well, Jen, look, I'm doing some, you know, I'm always looking for testimonials. Would you mind writing me a testimonial? And you'll say, sure. In Woodley, you're groaning, right? Yeah. <laughs> you think oh, I've write it's so write, long. Write, I have to figure out what I want to say. Yeah, I've got right. a letter. And yeah, it's yeah. like, oh. And so then in about two weeks, Ray calls you and says, oh, hi, Jen, how are you doing? I'm sorry to ask you, but... How's that testimonial coming on? Oh, Ray, oh, I'm no sorry, dude. I've been so busy. It's like, and it's awkward. But yeah. what about this? Let's just rewind. Ray sells Jen's house. Jen's over the moon about it. Jen says, oh, Ray, if there's anything I can ever do. Matter of fact, you know what, Jen? There is something you can do for me. Uh, I'm, I'm redoing some of my marketing at the moment. I'm always redoing my marketing. Yeah. What I'd love from you is a testimonial. But hey, I know you're pretty busy. What about this? Do you mind if I just write down some ideas and send them to you? And if you're cool with that, just email it back. Is that, is that okay with you? You're going to, inside your, you're not groaning, you're, you're doing the yippee Toyota jump, right? Because right. Um, I've let you off the hook. I'm not making you write all this stuff down. You know, I'm not making you sit down and do this letter and this exhaustive, painful testimonial. So I go back to my office. I write Jen's testimonial. Dear Ray, what an amazing experience it was having you sell our home. Uh, I can't believe you were able to handle four buyers and to get a price that was $40,000 above our our wildest dreams just put us over the top. Um, Can't wait to uh, work with you again. Warm regards, Jen, right? Something like that, something with a little bit of power. So I email that off to you and here's what's going to happen. You're going to get it and you're going to go Reply, thanks, Ray. Couldn't have put it better myself. Regards, Jen. Done. <laughs> That's awesome. And what's wrong with that? You've, yeah, no, you've there's nothing wrong with it. Why would Why would we want to waste our time? You know, Correct. going back and forth and and you know fretting over that call and and maybe not yep. even making it with call reluctance and saying I don't want to seem yep. so 
beggy and you know so and I love it. So how would so how would a lender's mortgage go if 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 uh, if if Jen's now wearing you know if if you're the mortgage broker and and uh, um, I'm just trying to think this through. How would that go? That that email would it's gonna probably go, go. Yeah, it's going to be the same thing. You know that. Yep. Uh, hey, yep. you know Jen, I just want to say thank you so much. We were so nervous about the process. You know, being a first-time yes. home buyer, and you made it yep. seamless. And anybody that we can ever uh, refer to you, I promise they'll be coming your way. Thanks again. Yep. Yeah. What are the pain points? What are the pain points for um, for a potential client? Are they worried about getting the best deal? Are they worried about right. the fine? Yeah. Um, you know these. I, I don't, but I'm just trying to think like a consumer. Yeah, what and, would be and no, and I would totally do that. Um, you know, it's funny yeah. because, I mean, just going back into, you know, we've talked a lot of time. Well, I don't even remember if we've talked about it on the podcast, but, you know, I have probably 70 different signatures on my email. Because yep. I've, I've said the same thing over and over and over and over and over and over. And so I have, uh, you know, I have clients that say, uh, you know, we're, we're just shopping around, et cetera. You know, we're, we're going to talk to some other lenders. Immediately, I'm going to send them an email, um, one of my emails that that uh, is for a bar, uh, for a buyer. I, I'm trying to think what I call yeah. it. As a matter of fact, while we're talking here, I'll just kind of look yeah. it up. But, um, yeah. you know, just to make sure that they feel comfortable about working with me, especially if I'm just hearing that, you know, that I'm going to shop around and kind of talk to other people and, and see what, you know, what comes out from, from having conversations with other people. And so what I might want to do is just throw in a very um, quick email um, that says, and I can't find it right now, but anyway, that says, uh, I can't remember what I called the name of it is the problem because that's the 70 that I'm trying to look for. Um, but it says, you know, it says, uh, dear, like dear, you got a lot. Yeah, dear proposed client or prospect client, you know, put their name in and stuff. You know, a lot. Several times I've heard that people, you know, are looking around at other at other um, loan officers, and I know this can be a very difficult time in, in trying to figure out who's going to work best for you. So I thought I'd share some testimonials from some of my other first-time home buyers, just like you, and what their experience yep. was. So nice. I'm talking about the signature, but but it would be the same thing for the recommendation letter. Is that you need to have a canned recommendation letter. Uh, for first-time home buyers, uh, right sizers, or you know, buying down, uh, uh, right sizing. There, I call it right sizing, where they're empty nesters. Uh, yes, move up yes. buyer, the one who is credit challenged. You know, being careful not to use names, but uh, to have all of these testimonials that fit into that same slot, uh, so that you could um, create a signature that. Now you send out and say, you know what, I'll, I'll go ahead and send you an email and all you're doing is doing the same exact thing. Tweak it a little bit yep. so that when it yep. comes back and you're going to put it out in the big bad world, they're not all saying the same thing. But get the yeah. gist of it yeah. into, you know, an email. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I do think that you have to um, make sure that it's specific for that person. Uh, absolutely. And, and if you're listening to this um, podcast, which you are because you're hearing our voice. Yeah, right. Um, right. <laughs> Uh, to to uh, overstate the obvious, what about this for an idea, Jen? Um, as as a, um, uh, we could call this a win-win or a, or a, or a one-two punch in the nicest possible way to to reconnect with our clients and get a testimonial. What about you ring um, Bill and Mary that you you organised a, a a loan or a, a deal for them? I don't know, twelve months ago, eighteen months, whatever it was. Go go back and 
say, hi, it's Ray. I'm just um, doing a little bit of market research. I'm just wondering, what were the pain points for you when you were going for your mortgage? What were your biggest concerns? Do your own little poll. And then what you can do is at the end of this discussion, if you do it properly, you can say, you know what? You can do the testimonial thing. Um, uh, how would you feel about giving me a testimonial? Or can I just send you something that, that I think would work and if you're cool with it? So you're establishing rapport, you're re-establishing the connection. And if you can get a testimonial, I mean, people will not read a whole letter testimonial, just one sentence, one little powerful sentence is all you need. Right. Anyway, just uh, an idea. Yeah, and I think that's a great idea. Uh, you know, I, I can tell you that I've used I've used a, this idea. Um, I had a client recently who said, you know, I'd be happy to write one for you if you'll write it. <laughs> that's exactly how they said it to me. And I said, well, <laughs> there you go. okay. I said, well, I'll write it, and then you look at it and see what you think. But when I actually sent the email, and I, I created another signature for that that says, you know, thank you so much for um, honoring me by writing a testimonial for me on Zillow. Uh, to make yep. it easy for you, all you have to do is make the necessary changes here that you feel are appropriate based on our conversation. Copy and paste it into this link. Yep. And Love now it. my testimonial is up on Zillow. Um, yep. So I can use so it easy. there. I can use it any place. Yeah. So, you know, we want to make it as easy as possible, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. As easy as possible. Um, this is important, I think, as well with our referral partners, don't you think, rather than just oh, clients? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's great if, if you're going to ring somebody, you can't just be ringing for business and, and no. killing time and for mm -hmm. the connection. You've got to be ringing with news. You've got to be ringing with something. You've got to be, you've got to be on, the, on the front foot, as we say in Australia. I think it's a cricket term, but you've got to be giving. So um, mm -hmm. one of the things, one of the areas where we've had a lot of success this year is people, because people say, gosh, I've got, I've got this huge email list of potential clients. I don't know, there's a mixture of buyers, sellers, neighbours, friends, people I've met at open houses, whatever. Like people um, who've already so, bought. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so we did this we did this quick little email and maybe this is can I read it out? Yeah. Do you mind? Because no. maybe this is something that, that, that your listeners could tailor yeah. to their uh, and I'll I'll include the link in the show notes to topagentsplaybook.com so they can just see them and download it. Um, or, you, or you can, I'll, I'll send you the yeah, link. Yeah, you'll but, send them to me, um, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Here's, here's an idea. Um, uh, here's, here's two emails. The first one, subject, and the subject thing, is, as I'm sure you know, Jen, is so important. And quick update for you, Jen, or whatever the first name is. If you can use their first name in the subject line, personally, I've, I've found the results from that are awesome. So anyway, quick update for you, Jen. Hi, Jen. We've hit the ground running this year and I just wanted to connect and see what's happening. New paragraph. We're setting up our marketing campaigns for the first quarter of the year, so I'm interested to know if you're looking to buy or sell in the next few months. New paragraph. If you need a value update or some help with buying, please let me know. Call or text me on number or just respond to this email and I'll be in touch straight away. Cheers, Ray. Here's the second shorter option. And the subject is just if you don't have their first name, great news. Okay, here's how it starts. Can you let me know if you're planning to buy or sell in 2017? So that could be the same thing for your mm -hmm. mortgage people. Can you let me know, and this is short and sweet, can you let me know if you're planning to buy or sell property in 2017? Either way, I have some great news. Call or text me on phone number or just respond to this email and I'll be in touch straight away. Cheers or warm regards, Ray. Now your great news can be if they're buying, um, you know what? Money's never been cheaper in our lives. 
right. the moment, right? So, so why wouldn't you want to get on board and catch this next, this next rise um, if, if they're buying? If they're selling, hey, I've got a great realtor you need to speak to. Uh, she can really help you sell your property for more. She's terrific with styling, terrific with marketing, whatever it might be. Either way, again, back to that point, you got some news and really give your connection some power. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's wonderful. There's a lot of um, takeaways that you're giving to us today, Ray. I really appreciate you doing that. Oh, um, and I appreciate I you forwarding it stuff. to me. So, you know, we'll make sure that there's a link on our show notes, you know, to get you to, uh -huh. the, um, to the scripting. Um, okay, awesome. well, thank you. Is there anything else that you want to add um, as it relates to that relationship with the um, loan officers that you'd worked with in the past and um, them giving you referrals aside from their, hunt, you know, sending out the list because they emulated you? out their list of, you know what I used to do, and I haven't done it for a couple years now, it's been, been a few years, but um, I used to do a, uh, a phone directory, basically, is what I did. I, anytime I went marketing okay. or networking, I didn't take my card, I took my phone directory with me. And it's not oh, really a phone cool. directory, it was just a, a little, um, so if you took an 8.5 by 11 piece of paper and you folded it in half, um, it, that's what it was and it was bound on the side I had it bound but everything was a little ad and, and I had it broken out in different sections home services financial services and personal services and basically anytime someone say can I have your card I would just hand that to them because they wouldn't throw it away and I yep. just said yeah yep. here's my information and by the way please patronize these people it could have been yep. the 100 rather than just a big piece of paper. You know, patronize them. Um, they will give you red carpet surface, service. In fact, they've got some um, special discounts that we've negotiated just on your behalf. Um, and that was really I great. I love that and, idea. Yeah, and people, I love that um, idea. some of my clients that I've done several loans for uh, still have those. They still have yeah. those uh, yeah. books. And, you know, I think that that's... Um, you know, something that's really powerful for us to be able to do as, as loan officers as well. Imagine being in a broker open or an open house or a networking event yeah. Um, yeah. and you're able to hand those out instead of your business card and some flyer about your product, yeah. right? The subliminal, <laughs> the subliminal edge, absolutely. The subliminal yeah. uh, marketing edge to that is, is your way of saying, you know what, I'm pretty well connected in this town um, in, a, in a nice positive way, not in a, not in a clever um, sneaky way, but... Uh, I'm I'm really well connected, you know. I I I approve and recommend all of these people. Please mention my name, and I'll give you the red carpet or the VIP treatment or something yeah. like that. I I think it's a great idea. I guess my my parting bit bit of advice is is make relationships. Get yourself a good CRM where you can connect with people. Get a great blog going on your website where you can offer um, real great value um, and keyword rich up your information. Um, uh, mortgage in Washington, D.C. or borrowing or buying real estate in Washington or wherever you might be. Um, and uh, the last thing is if you want more business, just make more calls. I like the idea yeah. of like, a, I know we all get busy, yeah. but you know what? You've got to hustle. Nobody's going nobody's gonna to walk in the door and give you business. And if they do, yeah. it's a bonus. So just make 10 contacts a day. You can probably do that in 15 minutes if you hustle and just get out there and, and build more relationships. Thank you. You know what? I love hearing that because I know we talked before we started recording the podcast. You've not listened to Mortgage Lending Mastery, and mm -hmm. one of one of our um, one of the podcasts is First in Ten, Do It Again, where I talk about making ten phone calls every day. First thing wow. you do, first in ten, do it See? again. So, so before we see the way you just communicated that uh, um, over the over Skype or, or over the call subliminally, I love it. 
Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. So, so the last thing that we want to talk about is we, and maybe we will, we're getting short on time here, but the last thing we want to talk about is, I love the name of this blog, um, which is the Bloody Handy, you Aussies, right? Bloody Handy Price Reduction strip, <laughs> Scripts and Strategies um, for Real Estate You've got agents. to say it like an Aussie, Jen. I know. Go ahead. You say it because I can't even get it out of my mouth. Okay. Well, like bring up bring up uh, Crocodile Mick Dundee, right? He, right? he would say, bloody handy price reduction scripts and strategies, free download. He'd say something like that in yeah. his broad Aussie <laughs> accent. So, <laughs> That's um, it. so yeah. <laughs> so poor old Mick. Um, so here's yeah. He, th there's a there's a stack of ideas there. So um, I'm not sure we don't need to get into them, but. Uh, there's a link on on your on the show notes. People can check it out. Yeah, absolutely. I think you know. Again, uh, these are handy uh, price reduction scripts. It's one of the things that real estate agents hate doing the most is going in and saying we've got to reduce the price. Yeah. And yep. listen, guys, we're in a market right now because we're we're recording this in in April of 2017. We're in a market right now where that's not the case, and it's not a problem for the real estate agents. But what if you had this in your back pocket when the market does turn, and yep. you can hand this to them, and they can say, "Oh, thank God, you have something for me to do," because I haven't I haven't done that in a while. Or I've never done it because I heard it was really good to be a realtor, and so I'm now a realtor part-time, <laughs> and I yep. don't know how to yep. do it. So imagine um, the power you can, you can uh, provide to them by providing this high-value item. So thank yeah. you again for sharing that with us, Ray. We, we appreciate oh, that, that you're willing to do that for us. And, uh, you know, again, some great nuggets that we've taken away here today. Um, is there any parting, parting uh, things that you'd like to leave with us um, about going to any of the, your websites? Uh, obviously, we, we should be listening to Top Agents Playbook, your podcast, um, that we can take ideas and emulate and provide to our agents as well. Yeah, head on over to Top Agents Playbook, um, and if you want to leave, I've I've got some tips and, and ideas. You can you can download stuff for free. Uh, if you want to leave me your info, I'll include you on on the update, and and I'll give you the free upload or downloads and things that I'm doing. But um, yeah, I I just like to say thanks for the opportunity, Jen. It's just great to connect. I I love what you're doing. Congratulations, and I can't wait to read your book. I can't to read it. Wait to read it either because it's a, it's a ghost written, and I haven't seen all the parts yet. <laughs> so okay. I can't wait to read. But it definitely is me. You know, it is me. But I I'm just excited about it too. Okay. Well, listen. Thanks well, everybody. I, for... I heard of another. Sorry yeah. to interrupt, but no, go I, ahead. But you know, there's another famous American that uh, ghost wrote a book. I think he's uh, I think he's sitting not far from you at the moment. I know. I know. Yes, he is. Mr. Trump. <laughs> Mr. Trump. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, you know, and anybody who's listening on the podcast, you know that, uh, you know, I've talked to, you know, my personality. I can't imagine me sitting in a room and saying one day. No, I don't like that. Once upon a time. No, I don't like that. <laughs> it would take me forever to write a book. So it's just easy, easier for me to have a lot of conversations and, and make a, you know, tell yeah. my story yeah. and make sure my personality shines through. So thank well, you again, Ray, for the opportunity. We sure appreciate your time. And everybody, again, please go over to iTunes, write a review. I'd love hearing um, what you want to hear about. And we'll catch you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. 
just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.